0: what's going on
1: people I would like to welcome all of you to another Q on one edition
0: of the talk to Q radio show My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And with the Q-on-ones, what I like to do is interview people. Sometimes they can be local entrepreneurs, or they could be someone um, who's doing their thing worldwide. Um, So it's an opportunity for you to get to know these people up and close and learn their story and what gave them the passion to do what they do or provide the type of service they provide.
1: a wardrobe specialist, and the creator and host of the Burn Your Leggings podcast. From the Lone Star State of Texas, please welcome Miss Gunner Matheson to the Talk to Q Radio show. Gunner, how's it going?
2: I'm good. I'm good. All
1: right. So good to have you on the show. And okay, first things first, the name, Gunner. Talk to your boy. Tell us about that.
2: Gunner is Gunner's what I'm called. It is not my given name. And I had a lot of friends call me this. And when I was coming up with a gnome de plume, my mom, who is Army, she was in Army for 14 years, we were going through some of her paperwork and came across some of her uh, qualifying medals and such. And I said, hey, what do you what do you think about me going with Gunner? That, oh, I really like that. That's right. I'm going with it. So it's a way to honor her while, uh, while still kind of giving a shout out to my friends. Well, this was about four years ago. Yes, this was about four years ago. Okay. I'm originally from Oklahoma. So when I transitioned and struck out on my own for fame and fortune, so to speak, I was like, you know what? I'm. I'm going to uh, I'm going to go from Norma Jean to Maryland. I'm going to find my own version, and I was like, well, maybe not that wild, but something like it. <laughs> All
1: right, well, I think it's a cool name. So I was just curious. I'm sure my listeners are too. But um, how did you come to be? How did you come about being a style coach? How did that happen?
2: Well, it started the way many coaches do. I kind of went through my own phase where. You get tired of just kind of buying whatever is and not mm-hmm. feeling fully like you. You hit a point, I, I call it everyone's kind of aha moment, and it's where you say, I don't, I want to show as me as much as I can every day, what does that look like? What, you know, who is she? What am, what am I trying to say? What do I want other people to know about me? off rip? And then you just kind of go through this evolutionary process and say, no, that works. No, that doesn't. I'm not that person anymore. Oh, okay. This is this is me. The you know, this this archetype or these elements really reflect who I am, what I'm about, and what I want to express through my own evolutionary journey. I I went into that and kind of I actually started it working with uh, as a personal stylist with a box company, a box subscription service. Really enjoyed it, and I said, you know, I I like this, but I want more hands-on. And I really like to do Mm -hmm. this full time and do it for myself. So that's what I'm doing.
1: So, what gave you the ideal idea about the podcast? Tell us about Burn Your Leggings.
2: Burn Your Leggings is, I jokingly say, you know, leggings shouldn't be your default. I want everyone to get to a point where they've got real clothes in their closet. And then they get to a point where they could just, their leggings all together, and they're like, I've got grown-up clothes. I'm ready for anything the world brings me. So I said, you know, I want, you know, y'all, if if you've got 17 types of black leggings and no real clothes, no, we burn those leggings. We, we need to do better. And I'm here to help. So I figured as getting more people to kind of hear my message, Instead of, you know, Mm -hmm. shouting like the guy on the street corner, saying, hey, there's a different way I could uh, do it via podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I thought it was pretty cool. I stumbled across your podcast in a Facebook group. And even though I know your podcast is for women, I still thought it was very interesting, you know, and I was like, wow. I said, and then you do such a good job of taking something when you think about. A style coach, you're thinking visuals or whatever, but you convey your message so well in your podcast that you don't need pictures to understand what you're saying, and I think you do a really good job, and so let's talk about clothing. There's so many places to start, but let's start with the items that people put on first every day, and at least I hope they put it on first, underwear. I
2: said I hope they put it on too.
1: Why is it so important for women to be selective with their underwear? There are there are
2: several reasons. First of all, I consider, like, underwear is kind of like the rebar. When you put on clothes, you've got your foundation, your basic, quote basics. I call them foundation pieces. Those are the ones that work across the spectrum. But your undergarments are rebar. They're reinforcement. They're going to make mm-hmm. sure things hold white lay flat. I'm sure if any, I don't know if this is as prevalent with guys. I'm sure it is depending on the material, but ladies, you can attest to this. They have been in a dressing room. They're trying on a blouse. It's the wrong shade. The bra makes their boots look like they're hanging at the waist. They turn around. They got visible panty lines. You're frustrated with your shopping trip anyway, and now you've got these weird elements that are jacking up the look. It throws off yeah. your perspective, so you're like, oh, screw it. Nothing's working right. No, it's your undies. That could have been like a magical outfit for you, but you didn't have the proper foundation pieces, your rebar to uphold everything. So it just kind of crumbled. It's important for how your clothes are going to fit, how they're going to lay from day to day, Mm -hmm. when you're in the dressing room, as well as if you're, you know, at work, you're running errands, you don't want something that's digging and pinching and creating creases and uncomfortable and has you squirming in line while you're six feet away from the other person, and then they want to stay 10 feet away from you because you're wiggling around like you got something. You need something that's going to fit, that's going to be comfortable. And just for kind of, I know self-care is a big buzzword, but it matters, self-care. When you've got something that feels nice, that looks nice, you feel better. And you want to layer that and compound that through each thing you put on. Start with your undie. Period.
1: And, see, and I, thought, I thought that was very important because when people don't wear the right undergarments, it, it, it shows at times. You know, I, I'm a guy, so I, I look. And I <laughs> can't stand to see um, a nice-looking woman who can't figure out like her bra size or something like you have some (laughs) that wear the bras so tight that their cleavage sits directly under their chin and then you have others who they buy a cheap bra so their breasts hang and it looks like they have four arms I I totally understand why you think it's important and why everyone should to listen to your opinion about that but I want to move to talking about wardrobes for people for women who may not be the single-digit dress size uh, uh-huh. What are some of the common mistakes that women with quote unquote extra assets make when it comes to dressing?
2: This is something I can speak to. Um, I listen. I speak about this with my chest. I am not a size six. I've always been thick with two C's. I'm a size 16. One thing <laughs> I notice a lot of us can kind of fall into is especially if we're um, uncomfortable with our body, is, well, we're stuck too loose, too big and too baggy. Well, that's not, that's completely counterproductive. That actually makes you look bigger. It's adding volume in the wrong areas. And believe it or not, we all have curves, no matter our size. It's just a matter of our shape and where our curves are on our body. So if you wear something so oversized, it's covering every it's covering every uh, curve and angle. It makes you look like, it just makes you look circular. It makes you look uh-huh. circular. If you like me and you're plus size and short, you're going to look like um, homegirl in the chocolate factory that turned into the blueberry. And she's <laughs> short and round. She's cut off at the bottom. You've got nothing going because it's hitting you too low. So it's chopping you off and making you look even shorter. Now you're round. It's like, come on, man, we're just missing, you know, one other piece and we could be a snowman. This isn't a good look. So one thing I noticed is wearing our clothes too big because we want to hide mm-hmm. or too small. It's just an impromptu all the way around. Again, it's digging in, it's pinching, the top is too tight, so it's creating a double boot up top, or it's... Hugging under the arm, so if you reach too far, you're gonna Hulk out of your shirt and split it down the back.
1: Oh my God! You
2: know, yeah, like it's and I add hyperbole, but I'm sure we've we've been out, we've seen this, we we've seen we've seen we've seen this struggle. So, oh yeah, bring it too big, wearing it too loose, and just and I know one of the core reasons we do this is because it's a ro- it's a mental roadblock. If you say, oh, no, no, I'm, I've am i always been. I can't go up a size," because you're in denial. But it's very emotional. As women, we are so attached to our clothes because it's mm-hmm. a reflection of who we are. And when we make that change, it makes us feel like maybe we're not as worthy as we used to be if we were smaller or not as pretty as we used to be if we were smaller. So I see that a lot when we, you know. If we have the, we've got the extra assets, one of the best things we can do is buy our proper size, and size always comes down to measurement. I see so many of us say, oh, well, you know, I'm always a size 16, I'm always, and I think that's where a lot of it comes in, too. We look at the number Mm -hmm. on our clothes, total joke, absolute travesty. Makes no sense. You can go from one one spot in the store from one brand to the next in that same quote number and it's going to fit completely different. So I tell all of my women, say measurements, no thy measurements. This is a commandment, like it, it didn't make it in the top 10 that everybody knows, but there are like over 400 commandments, so I'm sure it's in there somewhere. <laughs> no thy measurements and dress based on those, especially if you're not a, if you're not a standard size you're going to need something that has movement that can move with you that can flow and work with your curves and that may be you know it may be a size 18 in one brand or it may be a size 14 in a different brand but you're going to use your measurements to know that period
1: okay so, so do you encourage people to and I know given today's climate you know with the quarantine Uh, stuff going on across the country but if all things were normal you prefer that people actually go into the retail stores and try on their clothes as opposed to buying online i mean should you only reserve online shopping for brands you're familiar with i guess
2: Mm, i think it's a healthy dose of both i know everybody is so french for time um, but I just think there is, when you make that time for yourself, you're, you're continuing to your commitment and your development. You're saying, no, I could say here, you've got a bowl of cereal, you've got cartoons, hang out, I'll be back in an hour. You make that time to mm-hmm. get away and remember the amazing, awesome individual you are before you were assigned so many other labels that kind of took over your life. If you have the ability to get in the stores, yes, yeah, go in the stores, try them on. Trying on clothes can be tricky. I get it. You've got ridiculous lighting, the stupid fun house mirrors they like, put in there in the in the dressing room, Your crunch for a time, sometimes they're too small. But if you know what brands work with you, you know your measurements, and you've looked at their size charts online, you're going to have an idea. Okay, I'm going in the stores looking for these two pieces. I want to see if they have it in these colors. And instead of having to grab eight things and take them into the dressing room to see what fits, you said, uh, "I'm, norm, I'm I, based on their size chart, I'm going to be this, but I'm going to grab one size bigger because I want a little, a little more room." You're not going to have to grab a bundle. You've got a plan before you even go. So, just for, for that away time to be you and focus on you. Yes, if there's uh-huh. no transportation or mobility issues that impair you from going, periodically, yes, go try it on just just to get away and just to be you. If not, online is still great, and that's when knowing your measurements and reviews come in super handy. Oh my goodness, those those two are clutch your measurements, and everybody else saying, oh, yes, this fit great. I don't, well, yeah, you're 5'10 and a size 4. You know, somebody else that says, I'm 5'2 half on a good day, you know, I like bourbon and nachos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like me. When I leave my review, I'm like, yo, I'm 5'2 half on a good day. I'm a size 16 in these brands. I eat bourbon and nachos, so, you know, I got I got curves. I got the movement, and it still fit well. I find that's going to be helpful for that review and knowing your measurements from those size charts, which sometimes I will also include in the review. But, yeah, go in the store. Go in the store. See what's there. And it helps you develop relationships with some of the salespeople. If they are used to seeing you come in, you're asking insightful questions if you want to, They're going to say, oh, yeah, by the way, you might not want to try this. We've had several people return these. They just don't really fit right under the arm. You've got kind of insider information. That you might not have if you just run in like a supermarket suite, grab several things off the off the rack dash off to the dress.
1: Okay, now you just uh, sparked something uh, with that last statement when you talked about the people in the stores um, that may get used to you coming in and things of that nature, and it made me think about you know they're trying to get sales. Okay, so you really do have to have a special relationship with them in order to trust their opinion. And also right. you have to have good friends who can tell you that something doesn't look right on you. And because I've seen people out before, you know, in, in groups of three or four, and you'll see that one person who stands out, and you think to yourself, man, those really aren't her friends for letting her wear that. How yeah. important is it to have someone you can trust to give you an honest opinion on how something looks on you?
2: It's definitely important because you're, we're so wrapped up in our own heads. Sometimes we're thinking, oh, this doesn't look right, this doesn't feel right, simply because it's something new that we haven't tried. So because of our internal hangup, we think, I look, you know, I look like a potato, and this. this is not flattering. But someone outside of you says, I like the shape, but maybe the color isn't great. You need someone that can be honest with you. And yeah, there are some salespeople that are just gonna push whatever so they can get that commission. But right. if you have to bring it, them still not getting that commission. So <laughs> some realize that, some don't. But you need people in your corner, and that's one thing I do offer in my services. You can send me a picture in the dressing room. I've got clients that will send me a short video and say, "Okay, here I am. Like she's got her little girl playing under the bench, you know, with the other clothes she's already tried on," and she sent me a video saying, "I." I feel okay in this. What do you think about the color? And I'm like, eh. see if they have that instead of a rounder neck. See if they have an elongated v neck so it exposes more and makes you look longer. You need people in your corner that mm. are going to say, mm, I don't know. I don't know, babe. I don't know. And it can be hard. You don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But my my the way I look at it, I can hurt their feelings because I care and help them fix it. Right. I can get in a fight to go to jail because some stranger hurts their feelings because I didn't. That's those oh, are your wow. options. Yeah, you fight a stranger because <laughs> they hurt your feelings and they should have set up, or you kinda check it and say, mm, let's try something else before y'all leave.
1: Okay. That's 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 I think that's very <laughs> important because i I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen people out and about and you know, sometimes they do too much, and and it's just it's just not a good look. And other times, I see people who maybe they're attractive, but they're really conservative, and it also looks kind of awkward as well. So, having someone in your corner you can rely on to tell you the truth is so important, in my opinion. And that's that's for guys too, because. Uh, but All right, so John. some women, some women struggle with adding to their wardrobe. When they are in the process of losing weight, you know, we live in a time where people are working out, trying to stay in shape or get in shape. So, what can the ladies do to be, to still be stylish while they're in the middle of their weight loss journey? One thing
2: is, I say create a full wardrobe. That means don't, you know, don't go out and spend thousands of dollars on something you're only going to be able to wear for another three or four months, but mm-hmm. get a very Small, very specific curated uh, collection of you know a few pairs of pants, some blouses, a layer or two, and you know shoes are universal. You can remix those all the time, but create a small a capsule wardrobe. You know, and there are so many iterations. If anybody has ever done a capsule wardrobe or looked into it, there are you know there are mommy groups, there are blogs, and everything else that will tell you you know. I think the ideal number is thirty three pieces. Thirty three pieces wow. is yeah, I'm not I'm not about that life. I am uh I don't think you need eight hundred pieces because then you get into decision fatigue, but thirty three is my mental hang up. So go ahead and get like, you know, I'd say like four pairs three or four pairs of pants three pairs of pants, five tops, and then two layering pieces and the way you mix and match those right there, you're going to have 30 potential outfit combinations just with those. So you've got these pieces. It's small. It fits you now, which is important. You want something that's going to fit you now and if you go down or up a size, And that one or two small fluctuation is accomplished with thread. Oh, my gosh. If you've ever seen, I don't know, much about the guys with this, but for ladies, definitely. You've got the pair of jeans. You've got the actual jeggings, but then you've got the stretch-infused jeans, and if you look on the tag in your clothes, it will say it's infused with either 2% or 3% elastane, lycra, or spandex. That's that stretch. That's what's going to give it the flexibility to move with you if you get a little thicker, if you tone up and slim down a little bit. You want something like that a nice knit blouse that looks good, loves your color, it's a lovely color on you, and it's still got that movement. Stretch is your friend. And a small capsule wardrobe. And when you're in a weight loss journey, you still want to look and feel great because you're valued and valuable no matter what. So look for color. Look for print. Don't don't huh. think you have to just look solids, or, you know, just default to black. No, you don't. You're, you're amazing. You're dope as hell. Don't hide. You know, go put on that, that cobalt blue that looks amazing with your skin tone. We're the green that brings out your eyes. We're polka us. We're polka dots. It's on trend that looks great on you. And patterns are very nice, for one, adding versatility to that capsule wardrobe, especially if it's different colors. Take, like, a black background with red polka dots. You can wear a black bottom with it, a red bottom with it. You can go with white. Like, you've got a lot more options than you would maybe just a standard color. And you're buying something that fits your body now. That's a big thing. Don't wait until. If you're in your weight loss journey, don't buy something that you're going to wear, you know, after you lose the two sizes. You've got something with stretch, something that fits you now, something that's going to fit you in two or three months, even as you continue on. And that pattern also keeps the eye moving. It's your eye is kind of trying to take it all in so it doesn't linger on any one spot that you might be self-conscious about.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: it's like, oh, okay. This, it's kind of like a, a painting, points of the painting, and then your mind processes it and holds. And you don't think, oh, well. That area is lumpy. Oh, that, that particular area of the pain looks a little jagged. It's not doing that. It's putting the, the bits of information together and then saying, I like this entire picture here. You can also dress in one shade. <laughs> Monochrome is very big. It, it's been big for probably the last six or seven years. Mm-hmm. But it's got a slimming effect because when your body is dressed all in one shade, and it doesn't have to be all black. Again, it could be burgundy. It can be blue. It can be pink. Your eye takes it all in and says, oh, well, there's no real variation here. I can see everything in one spoon. There's not a lot here, so it's smaller because it's not taking in a lot of different things. It it kind of perceives that there's less there to process. It's like, okay, smaller, moving on. So that's another tip. Either add print. Dress in all one color, rock them chrome outfit, find pieces with stretch, and add print.
1: Wow, you've broken this down to a science. I should call you Professor God.
2: <laughs> I know what it feels like to not only look in your closet and not like what you see, but put on those pieces and look in the mirror and say, yeah, it's okay, but it's not me. You carry that energy without you through the day. You feel it. You can try and push it out of your mind. You can try and be as productive as possible, but you still feel that. And I hate I hate when I have that feeling. I hate seeing other women carry that feeling. So I don't want anyone, if I can help get you out of that, I want to. I kind of describe it as your, your closet should be um, a phone booth, like in the old Superhero movies, you've got that mild-mannered accountant that wears glasses right. and then trouble springs, and he dips into it. You know, he removes his glasses and then dips into the phone booth because, you know, by movie logic, everyone mild-mannered wears glasses. Absolutely. Jumps out Absolutely. of the phone booth. He's a superhero. He, you know, he's stopping trains and jumping over jumping over buildings. That's what your closet should be. That's what it should be and make you feel like every day. And it doesn't matter what you're doing if you're – if you're going into the office, if you're doing a Zoom conference call, if you're a work-from-home or stay-at-home mom and you want Susan at the PTO organization who told you your lemon bars were dry and if you're trying to put her on notice that you're going to take her seat, you want everything mm-hmm. in that closet to make you feel like, yeah, her days are numbered. And that's what I want
1: for every woman. So. <laughs> okay. And for my listeners who were born after 1990, you may have to Google phone booth if you're curious.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. That is true. Like, All right. So. Go and shoot a classic movie, a classic superhero right. movie, which means it's to be before 1980, and then you're going to be like, oh, so that's the thing. I saw that in New Zealand once. I didn't know what that was.
1: <laughs> so, So what is one to do when they don't have a lot of cash flow? I mean, but they still have to kind of revamp their wardrobe. You know, it can be those people who are on a weight loss journey or some people who maybe they reached their goal and now they're trying to, you know, get some new clothes to to sustain them for the moment. Or maybe you have a new job that requires you to wear something different and you got to stock up for your new job. I mean, can you be stylish on a budget? Or are the name brand items? route to take in order to be really fashionable.
2: No, you can. fashion and style are so different. Fashion are the things you buy. Style is what you have. Style is what you said. So style is what you have, and you can have two pennies in your pocket to wrapped together and still be more stylish than some somebody that has three people on their wardrobe team and oodles of cash to spend. We've all seen it. We've looked, we've looked through the magazines and we're like, really? This person's a style icon, okay, do you. So you can 100% be stylish and fashionable on a budget. One you want to do is set a budget. How much money, you know, starts, even if it's just, you know, $10 or $20 a month, buy that little bit and say, when I hit this threshold, I'm going to buy these pieces. So one, set a budget. Know how much you have to work with that you can set aside for you for each shopping trip. And also make a list. What do I need right now to get me through? What are the, you know, the core pieces? Do I need more pants? Do I need more tops? Do I need them all? That's fine. I'm going to buy two tops and a pair of pants, you know, each, each trip once I hit this amount of money. And you can buy the best quality you can afford. There are so many stores now that offer really nice quality in more inclusive sizes in the money. And the style, you need all, like, these are the trinity. You need them all to coalesce. That there are so many options. Um, brick-and-mortar stores are kind of hit and miss, but you can find a lot of places that have their online offerings that are in expanded sizes. For instance, Express. Express feels like they always have sales. Well, when you go in there, you think they don't carry anything above a size 10. Why would I go in here? If you look online, they actually have items that go up to a size 18. Now, again, you want to make sure your measurements fit with the size 18, but there are things online that you probably won't see in store. But buy the best quality you can afford based on your budget. So look at Express. Um, some of the fast fashion companies have really well-made pieces, depending on how you feel about that. You may say, oh, no, I don't You know, I don't want to invest in addition. Those are some really nice places to go. Boohoo.com is a really good one that I use. Um, but, yes, express, and you can also get on mailing lists. So many people forget about this. When you go on these websites, they'll say, you know, hey, give us your email, and we'll send you a coupon for 15% off your first or next order. There you go. you got instant savings right there. So dressing on a budget, and if you have, um, depending on what area you live in, how big, how big or how small your metroplex is, Go to different, different thrift and consignment shops. I know me, depending on, like, my side of town, it's like, it's okay. Go to the go to the, the side of town. Go to the side of town where people just rent. They get rid of stuff by season. They don't care.
1: Uh-huh.
2: They just get rid of it. Go. Go with running their stuff. Go to their thrift shops. They got great stuff. And you can get it for, like, seven bucks. Go explore a little bit. Look at thrift shops. Set a budget. So you, that's a big one. So many people are like, I need new stuff. Okay, well, how much can you spend? Well, I don't know. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> we we know we need stuff. That's good. That's the first step. Now we need to know how and where we can get the stuff and how much money we need to get the stuff. We're you know we took the first step. Still got some more stuff information we got to plug into this equation before we can work it out. So knowing how much, setting aside a budget, and this also falls back to saying, I'm still important. And I see this a lot with moms. Yeah, you've got to put stuff on hold. The kids, kids get sick. They need to go to the doctor. They need school supplies. So that matters. But you do too. So the same way you would budget for, you know, after school activities or, you know, their dance class or something, budget for you. You're important. You were amazing and a force of nature before you became mom. You also need to tap into that force of nature. So that's, yeah, dressing on a budget, shopping, set a budget, set a budget. Do that first. Set a budget to know how much you're going to spend, when you're going to spend it, and where you're going to spend it.
1: All right. Sounds like a plan. And a couple more questions, and we'll get ready to get you out of here. But – Let's talk about the ladies who do too much. You know, you see them out at happy hour, and they're pretty much eighty percent skin and twenty percent clothing. What advice would you have mm-hmm. for the ladies who like to let it all hang out when they're out socializing? Well,
2: for those who like to let it all hang out, I'm like you know, do do you? If that would make if that makes you feel confident and comfortable, that's fine. I do want to talk to. I'm trying to because I'm I don't want to shame anybody, but I do want to say for those that would like to feel more confident and think that you know excess skin is what makes you confident, it's not. That's what makes some people confident. If you want to feel confident but still feel covered, there is another way. You know, if and I'm all about balance. Pick Pick which part of your bits you're going to keep exposed and which you're going to keep covered, basically. If you've got great legs and you want to show them off, that's great. Pick a skirt that hits above the knee or um, pick some shorter shorts that are maybe like a five inch inseam, four or five inch inseam, but then you want to wear something up top that's going to keep it balanced. You want a nice um, silk blouse. You want A camisole that's layered over a three-quarter sleeve blazer. A lightweight sweater on top. You're wanting something. My only issue with, you know, 80% skin and 20% clothes is there's no real point of focus. It's kind of, it's also kind of like when you look at a painting. Yeah, there's a lot going on, but there's still usually a central theme. You want something in your attire to be the central theme. Is it your legs? You know, have you worked out your arms and your back so you go with something um, sleeveless or you wear a blouse that has a really deep V in the back? Great. Wear a midi skirt. Mm-hmm. Wear some uh, boyfriend cut jeans. Wear some high-waist um, sailor wide leg jeans. Something that gives you the opportunity, oh, okay, we're going to keep, you know, oh, well, she brought the gun show. Okay. Oh, and I like her pants. That's nice. Like <laughs> the focus is, She doesn't skip arm day. I'm here for it. Or, oh, her back is so nice and toned and her pants look nice. So that's my only concern is that overexposure, you're not giving anybody a real point of focus on your body. And if you've worked hard enough on your body to where you want to show it off, you want to show it off in stages, kind of not all at once, if that makes sense.
1: Makes sense to me. Okay. Last question. And I'm having so much fun. I have so many other questions, but we'll go ahead and I don't want to take up too much more of your time. So many people have the opportunity to work from home now, but they still have to do a Zoom meeting every now and then or, you know, some other type of video conference. When you're working from home, is it okay for women to just throw on a nice blouse with her pajama bottoms, you know, since no one's really going to see her from the waist down or uh, is it even important to worry about your wardrobe when you're working from home?
2: Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. And I've talked about this the um the business up top, pajamas on the bottom. Yeah, you can you do it? Yes. Do you feel as productive as you as you would if you put on real clothes? No. Because huh. now you you realize this is a lie. I'm lying to these people on this call. I'm not, you know, I'm wearing this nice top, but I'm probably not even wearing pants. That's not okay. Don't do that. Don't lie to your colleagues. Don't lie. They deserve better from you. And it's also kind of that it falls back to the instance of taking care of you. Does it mean you need to get up two hours early to, you know, do your outfit and a full beat of makeup the way you normally would? No. But you still want to put on something that looks nice, makes you feel nice, and takes you out of your head to the point where you're like, you know what? I feel good in this. So now that I feel good, I've got that energy, I've got that confidence, so I can tackle this Zoom meeting. I'm getting on this spreadsheet again. Yes, Brenda, I've already sent that to you, girl. I got this. I've got <laughs> this energy whole well, day because I look great and feel great. You're doing it for you. Anytime I get women that say, you know, I, I didn't, want, I was. The only person I was seeing today was the FedEx man, so he could bring me another Amazon purchase. But I felt good. That's a win. That is a win. So, yes, getting, even while we're working from home and just people are basically only seeing us from the waist up, it still matters getting dressed, even if you're the only one that sees us, because you're the most important person that sees this and feels it. So, you know, I'm, I had several people that were just like, I haven't worn pants in like four weeks. I'm like, I'm still. So I guess I'm the only one wearing jeans like everybody else is. Okay, everyone has gone to leggings now. That's interesting. Okay, cool. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's because I'm ridiculous. But I do notice the difference in the days when I just kind of keep it casual. I kind of piddle around the house and will get distracted a lot easier Say, hey, oh well, mm-hmm. I'll get back to that spreadsheet. Let me go load this dishwasher. When I get dressed in my work clothes, my mind is trained on work. I'm, you know, I'm finishing that spreadsheet. I'm getting my month in numbers in. I'm, I'm getting back to uh, someone that said, you know, uh, I've got my personal recommendations from you. I really like this outfit. Do you think I can pull this off? Are you sure? I'm, I'm focused on that instead of saying. Let me get back. I'm going to throw these cookies in the oven. Why not? Let's make the house smell good while I'm working from home. No. (laughs) We're we're in work mode. We're in work clothes. We're thinking about work, and the cookies can wait. So, yes, it's it's very important.
1: Well, cool. Well, you don't get a day off if you're dealing with Coach Gunner here. (laughs) Well, Gunner, I totally appreciate you taking the time to join the show. This has been a lot of fun.
2: Uh,
1: I I have so many other questions, though. I hope we can do this again because I have questions about, I mean, accessories, you know, shoes and jewelry, um, how maybe the types of tattoos you have can impact your clothing or uh, women being comfortable in relationships and dressing casually around their boyfriends 90% of the time. I, I just have so many questions. Uh so I hope we can uh-huh. do this again later. But uh to my lady listeners out there, I'm now a student of the game, so that means I can officially judge you now. <laughs> Gunner, where can people connect with you and your podcast? How can they find your services? Let the people know where all things Gunner can be located.
2: I am on Instagram under Fabulous Lady Gunner. Just if you type in Gunner in the search bar, I'm the first one that pops up. So Hit me up, find of my DMs if you have a question or if I can help you. Facebook, I've got my Facebook group. It's under my podcast name, Burn Your Leggings. Type that in. If you go into Google and type Burn Your Leggings, you're going to get my podcast on Spotify and um, Apple iTunes. You're going to get my Facebook group. I'm active in all of those places. And then I have um, my blog, my website, fabulousladygunner.com. Yeah, if you have questions, if you have comments, if, you know, you think I got it wrong, I want to dialogue, and I want to dialogue and talk to everybody. So feel free. Send me a DM on Instagram, FabulousLadyGunner. Shoot me a private message on uh, Burn Your Leggings on my podcast or in my Facebook, or go to my blog and comment on one of my articles, FabulousLadyGunner.com.
1: Sounds great, and ladies, I encourage you to do it. I guarantee that you will be better for it. Um, it's just, it's a very, like I said, a very good podcast, very well done. Uh, the episodes are what well, usually less than twenty minutes, right, a piece. Yes,
2: yeah. so she minutes, gets five,
1: right. Yeah, she gets right to the point, hits on whatever the topic may be for that particular episode. You will truly enjoy it. And so, again, I appreciate you taking the time to join the show. And like I said, uh, we'll we'll do this again sometime soon if you're up for it, and we can get into these other questions that I have because I just have so many thoughts. And I think that, um, you know, as a guy, I have these questions, and I know it doesn't benefit me, but it can benefit my, my, my listeners. I have a lot of uh, female listeners. And I mean, anytime you can help someone do something to improve themselves, whether it's through you know, visual or education or whatever the situation may do, be, you know that's something I want to do here on a Talk to Q Radio show. So I really appreciate people like yourself who are just trying to help people do better and feel better about themselves.
2: Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Like I said, I want I want every woman's closet to be her personal phone booth. So if I can help if I can help them achieve that,
0: that's what I'm here for.
1: And that's going to do it for this T2Q
0: podcast. Go to talktheq.com and that way you can sign up for the email newsletter and be alerted to new shows as they come out. I'm on Twitter at TalkToQ, and that's Talk, the number two Q. So I want to thank all of you for listening to this podcast of T2Q, and I'll see you next time. and if you're interested in being a Patreon supporter please go over to patreon.com slash realm of the mist. and just a dollar a month gives you exclusive content and helps our channel out greatly guys again thank you very much for joining us and we will see you on the next episode